It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew. Mo. Yo. Moo Cow Rich. Bring in the bull. What's up, guys? Nola Daniel this week. No Danny. No. Uh, it's a sad week. Yeah, it is. We had some holidays, so that's good. Yeah. Time off there. How was everybody's Danny's. Thanksgiving? Sorry, go. Yeah, good, man. You? Eh. <laughs> no, it was good. <laughs> 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 Drew's like, I ain't thankful for shit. <laughs> yeah. I earned all this. Fuck him. Gave me fuck shit. That. I think Drew has like Drew's autocorrect is oh, when Drew types in no, it just autocorrects the fuck him, fuck that, fuck it, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah. It's pretty good. He's the only person who doesn't have an autocorrected duck. Yes. Drew fucks everything. That should be a t shirt. <laughs> Yeah, Get that made for you. Yeah, just just uh, yeah. extended family was a little cranky. No, yeah, well, you know how that goes. Media family was amazing. They always are, though. I have to say that just in case we- they're listening. No, I'm yeah. kidding. Got, yeah. yeah, did your father-in-law ever figure out what your podcast is? No, he keeps asking, and he asked Natalie the other night, too, about it. And Wait, what was her response? Well, she knows that it's like, that's not a, mm-hmm. it's not like a family show. Mm-hmm. So she keeps playing it off, but he'll find it eventually. What a trooper. Then he'll hear all of this about how you've been hiding it from him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a good one. Yeah. I imagine he'll probably start one episode and be like, Ugh, this is shit. Put back yeah. on the music. <laughs> That's definitely a good possibility for that. You'd, you'd think so. A good podcast ability. Yes, indeed. Man, I look, we started this a couple years ago, and... There weren't really, I mean, there were a lot of podcasts out, but it just seems like more and more and more and more and more, you know? Yeah. And um, and I'm not just talking about cigar stuff. I'm talking about just in general. Uh, oh, yeah. Whether it's life stuff or motivational stuff or whatever. Uh, some of it's good. Some of it, not so much. But I will tell you this. I've definitely decreased the amount of music I listen to since the, like, between sports talk radio and and podcasts. I don't really listen to music that much. Yeah. Wow. I still do quite a bit. Yeah. I was listening to uh, Cigar Boys Noise. Cigar Cigar Noise Noise Boys. Boys. (laughs) Yeah, Cigar (laughs) Boys Noise. Man, that, that trips me up every time. So Cigar Noise Boys, and they were in... They were talking about. I got to the point where they were talking about Cow and I. Cow, they called you Paul Rudd and called me Robert Redford. They did. Yeah, and um, I'm not sure. I guess I don't understand the Robert Redford thing. What, what's Robert Redford known for? Isn't he just really good looking? Or was I don't know. back in the day? I thought so. I don't know. Well, people tell me I look like Jimmy Kimmel. 
I must have heard that. Look, from New England to Arizona, bro, two weeks. I must have heard it ten times. Two, like, literally diagonal parts of the country. It's crazy. How many, how many times have you considered plastic surgery just so you don't ever have to hear that shit again? No. Is that a compliment? I, mean, I, would, I wouldn't mind performing plastic surgery on my bank account. Just add a couple zeros. Call myself Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, you, you can add some zeros just after a decimal point. No, before a decimal point. <laughs> what you got in your mouth, dude? A Byron Five Años. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was something there. <laughs> yeah, how about that? Um, so, okay, have you guys seen The Irishman on Netflix? No. No. Okay, so all-star cast, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci hasn't been in anything in a very long time, okay? One of my favorite actors, um, awesome. It's about a three-and-a-half-hour film, so I'm... Um, I think I'm at the two-hour marker, so. But there's this guy in there, Big Al or whatever they call him, and he's always got a cigar in his mouth. And it's kind of just interesting, man, like when they want to play that, like when Hollywood wants to play that whole cigar bit, you know? Um, what yeah, cigar stereotypical as hell. Yes. Have you noticed that? Well, it's, I mean, it's always the same guy, right? Yeah. Always the, the cigar-smoking guy. Yeah. Yeah, with the big fucking cigar and chewing on. I mean, it looked like seriously like a. I mean, it was all chewed on and stuff like that. When people wonder the difference between cigar smokers and people who smoke cigars, that's exactly what we're talking about. Think of like Hollywood portrayal of a cigar guy or cigar smoker, and then what you actually see of like us cigar nerds right <laughs> yeah most of us are not stereotypical villains or uh, right connected with the mafia yeah or any criminal organization um whatever yeah it's crazy you know it's not a criminal organization cigar noise oh. <laughs> not even a little bit criminal but it is Bug amazing spike it should be criminal for how much fun you have for free. It's amazing. Cigar noise. I know we say it every week, but if you still haven't listened, it's amazing. <laughs> you should be on there. It's true. Uh, so now, I, now that we've... Go ahead. Hold on. All right. So I just got a, a question in hot off the presses. Uh, from K underscore A custom designs on Instagram. So we're going to lead off with this, I guess, since it literally just came through to my phone. Um, five worst cigars ever. Ever? Ever. I don't think I've smoked any of those. Five, five cigars from Gurkha? <laughs> just pick any of them. We can talk about some of the least favorite cigars we've smoked, mm -hmm. but I don't think we can realistically say they're the worst ever. Yeah. Well, the, wor the worst cigar I ever smoked, and I don't even remember what it tastes like, to be honest. That one but Robert when, gave us? What's that? That one Robert gave us? No, no, it wasn't that. <laughs> um, it was, 
I think it was a CI brand or whatever. I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but it was like this Maduro with an extremely cooked wrapper. Um, when 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 I lit this cigar, it literally turned blue. Type of deal. What? Yeah. That was the yeah, worst like cigar I've ever had. Some weird STD on that. Nice. Uh, yeah, I mean that or Viagra, but Oof. yeah, it was. That's the worst cigar I've ever had. I think. Drew, but five, in terms of five, no, I can't. I don't know. No idea. Uh, I don't remember that one. Whatever that one that Robert gave us. So believe it or not, that was a Latelier. Is that what it was? What? Yeah, it was. Yes. Guys, horrendous. Had to put it out. I, I think it had a red label on it, but that's all I remember. Yes, it was it was a Latelier from it was I think the year was twenty it had to have been twenty thirteen maybe. What twenty fourteen, yeah. It was that bad. It was bad from what I remember. I put it out. I wouldn't I finish fin- it. I finished it. That was good. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't my flavor profile, but it wasn't a bad cigar. Apparently, it was. <laughs> well, see, okay. If you put a cigar out, that doesn't make it a bad cigar. It just means it doesn't fit your palate. Yeah, absolutely. Some sometimes that's true. Well, sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, the worst one I ever smoked. I went and grabbed it because it had a cool-looking band, which is always a good idea. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's called the Freya. Oh, yeah. Which is an actual premium cigar. hmm And it was the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted in my life. It was, like, metallic to the point of, like, blood kind of taste. Wow. It was awful. Interesting. Yeah. And so, so I was telling everybody I was smoking with how bad this thing was. So a bunch of people, of course, go and buy them to see if this is bullshit. And not a single person gets more than like four puffs into this cigar before they're like, this is garbage. Yeah, that's weird. So, that's a, I don't know if it was yeah. that box or what. So wait, hold on. They all agreed with your assessment? Every single person was like, this is mm-hmm. one of the worst cigars I've ever smoked. Well, they, so didn't, I, I, they didn't want to be in the, not in the cool crowd, so. Well, look... <laughs> Funny you bring that up because I just had this conversation at the cigar lounge this past this past weekend. If you were to take and think about some of the cigars that everyone is hyping as like whatever, and shit, some people might even say this about Patina. So I, I don't think that I I'm insensitive to this or whatever, and maybe I'm being a dick. But are there cigars out there that you know? That you that you could think of where you see everybody hi- hyping this train, and you're like, do you guys really like it that much, or you just don't not or you just don't want to be the dude to say it sucks? Yeah, yeah. Does that emperor have any clothes on? Yeah, absolutely. That 100 <laughs> happens. Uh, I definitely try cigars just because I see the hype train, just to see if the hype train is real. Sometimes it is, at least as often it's not. I just had one the other day where I was like, let's try it because of the hype. And I was like, right. mm, nope, nope, that's an average cigar for that cigar maker. And what was the price point? 
uh, more expensive than their average cigars. It was like $11. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, the hype train, I don't know. Find the hype train of the people who you trust their palates and don't jump on fucking everything. Yeah, I mean, look, for whatever reason, people have had no problem being brutally honest with me. So I feel like, yeah, but because I think no, that... No, Mo, Mo, what you don't get, though, is they're actually sugarcoating it. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's way worse than you think. Really? Yeah. Possibly. No, I'm just giving you shit. No, but look, <laughs> for whatever... Okay, because I'm in a weird spot, I feel like, with, with this cigar stuff, because there are so many guys that I know that really were were friends of mine before we even start, you know, before Patina even started. So it's just a different dynamic, right? Mm-hmm. Then I feel like a lot of guys have. And then the way things kind of happen with everything, I think a lot of people still view me. Obviously, just they still see me in a different light like that, right? So they feel comfortable enough with me to just shoot me straight. There's a lot of guys that will tell you, oh, man, I told so-and-so straight to his face that I didn't whatever. And they're, like, bragging about this. Like, why do you get enjoyment from going to a guy and telling him his work sucks? Like, why would you, why would you enjoy that? Why would you brag about that? They probably didn't even do it. That's yeah, probably saying. not. Yeah. yeah. Or I love when guys will be like, oh, yeah, bro, yeah, he asked me about this blend, and I gave him my feedback, and he changed this, and he changed that. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> bro, you're... Bro, you're a rep that covers three states. I don't, I mean, not to be a dick, but you're talking about a guy that's been blending cigars for 40 years. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, doubtful. But anyway, yeah, there's stuff like that. It's true. And I was thinking one of the things that we really got to do is get this hype train rolling for the new patina precipitation. Right. Ain't gonna happen. Well, here's the thing: is I, yeah. I wrote I wrote some taglines that I think you could use, mm. and I want you guys to tell me which of these is the best tagline. Oh, is this, is this like a David Letterman, that. like a David Letterman top ten here? I don't know. I wrote like seven of them. I think uh, that's close enough. Yeah, more sure. Than, more than half. <laughs> it's <laughs> there's not a one of them that's any good, but that's not the point. <laughs> the point is that this is gonna be fun. All right, you guys ready? To hear? <laughs> Sounds like patina cigars. Let's right. hear. It. Hey, go ahead. Hey, make fun of yourself. Some, you're gonna ready for some. Tag you think lines. you're gonna? <clears throat> here, for all the fucking haters out there, you think you're gonna out hate me? I'll hate on myself before you even get the motherfucking chance. How about that? He's gonna go like Eminem and Eight Mile on us right now. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, man. That's the patina strategy. All right. So yeah. if anybody doesn't know, precipitation is the stuff that falls from the sky, right? It's gonna be your rain, your <laughs> snow, your hail. <laughs> I know not of all not all of our listeners have the intellect uh, that quite hits Drew's level, so we got we got to describe these things. Let Drew, how do you feel about that comment? Wow, cow! I'm gonna have to go boot, ahead. boot him off the right. uh, podcast. <laughs> I mute him again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Number one, this size will make you wet. Patina precipitation. That's right. not family friendly. No. All right. Let's try again then. Uh, nobody's right. ever used this tagline, so I thought it was appropriate. Uh, winter is coming. 
I don't know how they've never used that before. Well, is that uh, pretty pretty that's, good. That's pretty good, Cam. And not Thanks. bad, but I think Thanks. that was taken by a really popular TV show. No, I checked. The Sopranos didn't use it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Uh, here's one. Put some precipitation in your forecast. That Ooh. one's pretty good. Oh, that one's pretty nice. good. Well pretty done. Good. That was pretty good. Uh, what about a cigar from the cloud for the digital age? Ooh. It's very reach. nice. It's a reach. Very nice. I, I like where that's going. All right. Uh, how, how about a hail of a good cigar? <laughs> I mean, it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> Drew's just like, I'm going to mute your ass so hard. I'm editing this whole thing out. <laughs> uh, there's also the reigning champ. Mm. Yeah. That's I a like pretty that. good one for, for Patina. Uh, the final one that I've got is, I think this is the actual winner here. This is the pitch. If you like patina coladas and getting caught in the rain. Yeah, that was good. Okay, so we're back right. to uh, back to the podcast. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, we had to take a short break there. <laughs> Cow, are you are you spirited up this evening? Uh, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well, I just I just. Wanted to make sure. You know, those, those are pretty good, that's all I'm saying. You can take any one of those and run that w- with it. The one was good. The patina coladas? No, not that one. So <laughs> Look, there are... I, it's interesting because I've seen how hype some... Now, granted, this was a line extension, not a new cigar, so I could understand maybe it was going to be whatever not achieve uh, status of, an, of a new line or what, uh, what have you. But you realize quickly how far you have yet to go when you see the, the hype behind some of the other stuff people are doing versus what you're doing. And it's just, it, it's just different, right? Because, Kyle, you would ask me, am I seeing a lot of, a lot of hype, right? No, I, I haven't. Um, but I, I would, I'm hoping that by the time you build the brand, by the time the Maduro comes out, I'm, I'm hoping that you'll see more of that at that time. Mm-hmm. So, but it is people, you know, we talk about what's new, what's new, what's new. I, the one thing that comes out of releasing new stuff is it, it shows and demonstrates to people that the engine is still going. Right. Retailers see that you're still coming out with stuff. Consumers see that you're still trying to build, which is good. So mm-hmm. I think that's good. That's a good aspect of it. Yeah. Yep. Some of the biggest brands out there don't put out very many new cigars, though. Mm-mm. Just get it right. And move on. There is an ever widening gap between what we see in social media, cigar world, and what we see in B&Ms. And I, I will stand by that 100%. Yep. All right. So we had a question from uh, V-Cute. V-Cute. He, uh, he said in the last episode, or from the last episode, 
what would you guys say are the things that someone would need to do in order to have a reputable top 10 list of cigars? You, you listed it in our chat. I want to know your answers. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that was coming. I want to know what you think, damn it. So, so I would say that they need to smoke like every new cigar released that year. And then right. they need to not take any money from anyone for advertising. Uh-huh. And then, yeah. and then probably they need to have like a clear objective criteria for how you're going to score it, you know? <laughs> and then uh, yeah. pretty much that's going to be a ton of work for nothing and no one will actually care. Well, that's, uh, that's some good insight, Drew. That is, uh, <laughs> look, I don't think I could have answered. Look, what Drew says. Yeah, you agree with uh, what I said? I mean, I mean look, <laughs> if you're going to be Moo Cow, I'm going to be you. And, uh... <laughs> I, re- I read that text earlier, and I was like, yeah, that's pretty much, uh, pretty much it. That, uh... We talked about that, what, uh, through text a week or two ago anyways? Mm-hmm. Something like that. About a top ten list that... They're all not shit. They're all relatively like any of the magazines and stuff like that. Everybody, they're getting something from that. So it's not a legit top ten. I I don't think anything that requires a reliance on personal preference could possibly be standardized. Yeah, that's the other side. Your top ten list would be different than Cal's top ten and Danny's, yep. and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Danny's would probably include a lot of Roma Craft cigars. Yeah, ding, ding, because he's not here. I gotta throw it in. Yeah, no, it was a nice job. But look, if we're lo- okay, let's just say we take us four, right? I would be willing to bet that mine and Cal's list would be more similar. Then mine and Drew's, cows and Drew's, cows and Danny's, mine and Danny's. And then I would only, I would almost say that Drew's and Danny's would be pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah, there's something to be said for that. That's right? There's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. That's how there's so many different cigars on the market, for better yeah. or worse. But the part that they get wrong is they say this is the answer. Right? This is the top ten or no, top twenty isn't. or whatever. Right. Right. This is the what number one cigar of the year. It, bullshit. Yep. Yeah. Why? If we go How? if we go by sales, it's gonna be something totally different. Yeah, it will. Oh man, can you imagine if it was a top ten on sales? Yeah. Can you imagine some no. of the shit out there? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Acid macanudo for days. Jeez. Which is fine, right? I like that people like it. That's cool. But I would think you're crazy if that was your top 25. Okay, so there is one potential way that I guess you could possibly look at this, and that is a consensus-type thing, right? Yeah. So, and, and I guess like half wheel kind of does this a little bit, which I think, I think half wheels consensus list might actually be 
the most, I'm not sure their execution, but the idea might actually be the best way to come up with a true top 10 is taking, if you have 10 reviewers, right? And 10 reviewers all give, if you have 10 different people, you're going to have probably almost every part of the palette spectrum covered, right? So yep, if, pretty much. 10, if 10 of those people have a score of 90 on a cigar or 92 or 93 or something like that, chances are that cigar is legit good. Yeah, I'd agree. Agree, and that that actually reminds me a little bit of uh, the blind reviews that we do on small batch. Yeah, yep, right? exactly. Because if you if you can make all three of those palettes happy with your cigar, that's like almost impossible to do. Yep. Um. So we don't we don't give out that many super high scores. We've only had we've done over a hundred of them, and there's only one that we've all rated as a box. Buy. Right. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. I agree with, with the premise, at least, that that's the right way to do it. Well, fu- funny enough, the cigar that you guys rated a, uh, a box by, all three of you, was, A, one of my favorite cigars, but also was about the car payment on a Maserati. So, that. <laughs> Yeah, that box buy is not cheap. I saw that, and I was like, yeah, I'm not buying a box. <laughs> no, no hate to the Atabay, but I don't, I don't want to throw down 900 on a box. Okay, so, okay, hold on a second. <laughs> you just bring up a very interesting question. So you guys all rated that cigar a box purchase, which mm-hmm. I 100%, 1 million percent agree with. That is yeah. an absolutely fantastic cigar. Until you see the price. Yes. So yeah, the is price it, has zero factor in this particular review. Is, well, yeah. is, it te- is it technically a box purchase then? Uh, we've all bought a bunch more of it. Whether it's actually a box or not is its own question. It'll add up to a box over time. I think but, the problem is just throwing down that nine hundred dollars in one yep, shot. Exactly. But exactly. Over time, so, will I smoke twenty of those? Yeah, absolutely. Not a question. So, do we have to redefine a box purchase cigar? Right. I mean, is a box purchase cigar a cigar that? you'd actually buy a box of or is it like in theory i would buy a box of this cigar it's so good all things considered it's so good you should buy a box yeah yes. that's what if, it is if you could afford this right it's, like your money's the monkey. not a factor yeah like you're the monkey davidoff's a, a box purchase cigar in my opinion but do a lot of guys have you know 400 bucks to toss on 10 cigars i don't know you know Man, 400 is even so much more approachable than 900. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I spent $400 on cigars today. I don't, I didn't spend 900. Damn, but Cal. If, but if you have the means, Atabay, it's I'm so gonna good. Go, I'm going to go out on a limb here and I, I may get called out, whatever. You guys know that I'm a person that enjoys, have, have, has enjoyed. A lot of the Davidoff special editions, year of this, year of that, whatever. But I can honestly tell you, in my opinion, today, the only cigar that I'm paying over 30 bucks for is an Atabay or a Byron. That's it. I, I wouldn't yeah. say the only, but they're on my list. For me, that's it. 
I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I mean, I bought a couple of Year of the Rats to try them, of course, but I'm not going back to do it. It's legit. Oh, all right, let me take that. The only $30 plus cigars that I would buy on in a semi-regular basis. That's fair. Yeah, because you'll try them at that price point. Sure, exactly. Yeah, I'm with you. So, so who has these for sale? Atabay? Yeah. I don't know, a bunch of places, but nope. you can definitely get them at Small Batch. The one you're talking about? Yeah. Good, good, to, good to know. And some people might say, look, oh, you're friends with Oliver, and he saw... Yes, I am friends with Oliver, but that is legitimately the only cigar on a regular basis that I'll pay that money for. That's it. I mean, I got the deniability here, right? That that cigar came to me with just a band and a number on it. So <laughs> don't try to tell me I don't like it. That's right. Yep. Sweet. All right. So taking a look at other topics. Uh, M. Pate Marty, he wants to know. Uh, so a lot of the time he said, and we got into a conversation about this, right? People will often switch the alcohol they drink or the food they eat during the winter. Um, so he was wondering, based on that, do you guys switch to like a more full cigar during the winter to sort of match the way that we do with alcohol and food? Switch? I yeah, don't know if you, I switch you, to it. Well, yeah, I guess you, you live there, don't you? Yeah. That's your cigar. <laughs> Do you go even more full though? No, I well, no, I actually change it up quite a bit. I mean, uh, what I had the patina the other night. Uh, I haven't had a really full cigar in a while. Is your is your palate changing, Drew? Because I noticed you've been branching out quite a bit. I'm just trying to try new things, different things. Mm-hmm. Trying to get back into the swing of that. There's a lot of great shit out there, and I, it's tough sometimes because you know, you know it's good, so you can always have that go-to. So it's really tough sometimes to actually branch out, spend some money on something, try something new. But a lot of times it's rewarding. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, and a lot of the time it's terrible. <laughs> Occasionally it's not. <laughs> <laughs> What was the exact question from Marty? He was wondering, do you switch the type of cigar that you smoke? Not like the size of the cigar, but like the right, flavor right. profile. Of no, we've talked about project. this. We've talked about this on previous podcasts, um, and it's and I'm glad he brought it up again. Um, I I do not only do I probably change what I smoke, but I know other people do too. Because I've talked about this with people in shops. And we've talked about this, that we tend to smoke lighter cigars in the summer and heavier cigars during the winter. I just tend to smoke fewer cigars during the winter. Yes. So for that reason, it's almost tougher to go heavy for me, right? If you can't smoke as many and you go heavy, you feel it. All right, I'll take the awkward yeah. silences. Yeah. Time to move on. Uh, I was still considering the question. Yeah, but... I know. Me too, actually. I was thinking right. about... 
in that case, we won't move on. Well, <laughs> okay, I'll give, you, I'll give you an example. Over the past week, I've smoked three Padrones. I haven't smoked Padrone probably in the last six months. You're missing out, man. That's good stuff. I, I know, but I'm just saying. And I don't know what that is. I don't know why. I just smoked the drone. There's so much out there. It's tough to get back to the good stuff every now and then. I think I switched to a smaller cigar in the winter, probably. Yeah, no doubt. But we've kind of talked about that. How much are those 45-year Padrones? What do they retail for? You guys know? 25 bucks? Okay, so that's still not over 30. No, it's, I don't think it is. When you hit like the, the 80th and 90th and those, you start getting in that range, though. Now, so we got to um, switch in gears here to winter. Um, same... Uh, K underscore a custom designs had, had a question. Um, top five best accessories for the upcoming holiday season. So these are obviously accessories that could be used in winter, summer, whatever. But what do you got? Look, you're going shopping for somebody. Or maybe we have a listener that, that has a buddy they're going to buy a gift for, a wife, a husband, whatever. I mean, I, I don't think we really have many female listeners, but I know we do definitely have a couple, which are? Our ladies and friends at uh, TLE Podcast, got to give them a listen. Yeah, they do great stuff. They really do. Yes. <clears throat> I, thought, I thought you were going to say my mother-in-law. No. Because no, she does I, listen. Oh, your mother-in-law? Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we have three that we know of. But here, what are you guys buying for people, accessory-wise? What would you buy for somebody? Do you have a, a budget on this? That's a great question, and I'm not going to put a budget on it right now, but we could we could circle back to that. You like that corporatism? We could circle back to price <laughs> after, you, after you guys answer. We'll have a touch base. Um, if I'm going fancy, right, like when maybe this is like a secret Santa exchange or something where I want to go kind of all out, um, I think if somebody doesn't have a, DuPont MaxiJet lighter, that's always a good bet. It's a good lighter. They work real well. Um, and there's a lot of crappy lighters on the market. So that's one. Four more. <laughs> I don't know, man. You almost just take whatever think... their favorite brand is and you get something with it on it. Cause it's mostly the same stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. Uh, I really like uh, I, I like the Zycar cutters. I like Lotus makes a really nice straight cut too, and those are relatively inexpensive. Um, Lotus actually puts out a really nice, relatively inexpensive um, cutter lighter gift set type thing with a little traveling humidor. Um, the problem is, look, we've talked about this too. 
you either go on the cheaper side or you go to the ST DuPont side. And a lot of us have not really had a lot of good luck with the stuff in the middle. So No, it's not very good for the most part. Mm-hmm. And the That's other thing I guess I would find out is, is does the person you're shopping for actually want any accessories at this point? Because, like, if I look in this little drawer I have over here, I got a bunch of ashtrays, I got a bunch of lighters, I got a bunch of cutters, right? Like, so is it just something that I'm going to throw in the pile, or is there something special about it? Does that make sense? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I literally probably have three lighters, I think. A couple that don't work, and then three functional ones. <laughs> That's not that many, man. <laughs> I know, no, I'm not a big accessory That's guy. That's crazy. Sure. I'm really not a big accessory guy. I have like 50 lighters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got at least a dozen and no trouble, right? I don't know where the rest are. I mean, I use my, my like, Mombacho cutter that's literally, like, free. That was, like, three bucks. It's really good, though. Yeah. It is. I mean, that's... I've never really been a big accessory guy. You know what the best accessories are? Mm. More cigars. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I mean, look, when I was in retail, and I would rather, what you run into a lot, you know, the accessories are a safer bet, right, for people buying gifts. So I get why they tend to lean more that way when purchasing. But if there is somebody that you know very well, and it comes down to buying them cigars or accessories, go cigars. Unless there's like something accessory wise that you know they've wanted for a really long time or, you know, like some sort of lighter, like a DuPont or whatever, and you're going to pony up. But yeah, I really don't. Other than that, man, I'd rather have cigars personally. Yeah, most of the time. Now, we had a question. Speaking of Secret Santa, who who sent that question in? I think it was was it El Dandy? I don't remember a Secret Santa question. Oh, there was. <laughs> it's a super Ooh. Secret Santa question. Yeah. I sent it. Uh, one of the questions. Hold on, keep talking. You didn't uh, send it to us. <laughs> no. No, you didn't. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, right, Mo looks look. for that. Mo, go ahead and look. Uh, Drew, Drew, did you take any advantage of any uh, Black Friday or Cyber Monday shopping? Black Friday deals. So. Because you could trample some fuckers. No. Uh, kind of. <laughs> you could. Whether you did or not is its own question, but you could. So... No, we weren't planning on it. <clears throat> My wife actually does not have a wedding band. And uh, we'd been looking at them. And for some strange reason, on Friday, <laughs> we, 
we decided it would be awesome to end up at the mall. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, there was literally no parking. It was insane. Um, so there's like this jewelry store close to the mall. It took forever to get there. That's the only place we were going, and then we were leaving. Well, she decided she wanted to go in the mall. I was like, oh, fuck. So we go in the mall. <laughs> she sees, so she goes through some jewelry and stuff there, sees something that she might like, but we'd already asked the other store to get something, so we go back. It's not what she likes. We go back to the mall <laughs> again to get what she actually wanted. Uh, man, it's a nightmare. I don't know why anybody would like willingly do that. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing that's worth that much. <laughs> yeah, I agree, man. They were running some jewelry sales or whatever. They they were giving like a place, uh, an Xbox or something, and we literally just went back and was like, look, we don't want any of this shit. Just take some extra money off and let's get out of here. <laughs> and uh, they knocked like 700 bucks off and we pieced out. That ain't bad. Yeah, about 25%, I think, is what we got off. It's pretty pretty That's nice. Great. So that was the only reason we actually went back, or we wouldn't have done that again. But it worked out. No, other than that, I did some online stuff, but I think all my online shopping I did on, like, Thursday. Small batch? Yeah. No, I'm, do- <laughs> I'm doing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. So I, I did find that question. Uh, it was from... Uh, Big Sean, run to smoke, pro or con workplace Santa? Oh, con. Wildly con. Pro or con what? Workplace what? Secret Santa. Secret Santa at work? Yeah. Ooh, no, that sounds terrible. Yeah, fuck that. All right, why? Uh, because you got to buy something for somebody at work. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many people at work do you know well enough that it would be fun, right? If the answer to that is a lot, then great, your workplace should do Secret Santa. If the answer to that is it's probably going to be awkward, fuck it, no. Oh, it'd be fun but awkward. <laughs> but I work with, like, seven people, too, so... <clears throat> I know everybody pretty well. And like, what what do I actually want? Let me think about this for a second. What are the things that I enjoy that I would want from a Secret Santa exchange? Yeah, yeah with a like a, a $15 cap. Right. Alcohol and cigars, right? One, one cigar. They're, they're not going to give me any of that. Glass top Cubans? <clears throat> oh, that'd be good. That'd be a good gift. Wait a minute. Cow, do people... All right, here's a question for you guys. How open are you with your coworkers about your cigar habit? They all know because I've converted them all. No, oh, okay. <laughs> well, there's that. Uh, not at all. Not even a little. Your co- your colleagues have no idea that you smoke cigars. Nope. Okay, so what do you do if somebody else says they do? Do you just play it off like, oh, okay. How often does that come up? Oh, man. I mean, you used to come up all the time. Every day. I mean, in the last... 12 years of my working life that's come up exactly zero times. Come on. I guess at like his office it would be tough to come up. 
What do you work in IT? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> work in the accounting department? No, not the accounting department. Are you there? Yeah. No, I, <laughs> nope. Uh, but no, I don't. I don't really bring it up at work at all. Has anybody yeah. ever mentioned cigars at work? Not really. No. I guess come up. in that department, it would probably be pretty tough to. Uh, I'm sure that topic is not a uh, <laughs> rampant. I mean, it's not like topic. it's forbidden or something. No, no, talk no, no. about it, nobody would care. But it's exactly that. Nobody would care. What's yeah. the point? What it, okay, so what if there's another moo cow about? What if there's another dude there or girl that smokes cigars but is afraid to really talk about it because they don't want to be judged? I mean, is cigar smoking something you get judged about? I don't know. Maybe. Sometimes, I don't know. I'd probably yes. run into that person in the lounge, though, sometime. Yeah. Yeah, he would already I mean, know. If I, if I know most of the cigar people around, right, <clears throat> and they're not them, that's, that's kind of indicative. To a lot of people that are not well-versed in cigars, cigar culture, whatever you want to call it, I hate when people say cigar lifestyle. I, that absolutely drives me crazy. Um, there's still a lot of pompousness surrounding cigar smoking. Yeah. To a lot of people, that's like, to a lot of people that are not part of the cigar culture, Smoking a cigar, whatever, is like a big shot thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's not an everyday thing. It's a special occasion thing. Find me a day that's not a special occasion. Well, that's what I say. But you're right. You know, it's weird, man. What we view as like something that brings people together and is all inclusive and there's all this stuff, a lot of people look at it just the opposite. But that can be one of the reasons that it does bring people together, right? You have this hobby that other people don't understand. Suddenly yeah. you have something in common with people. Yeah. So, I don't know. What's your thought on workplace secret Santa Mo? Are you gonna do one at Katina Cigars? Um, uh, not not necessarily. Sorry, not necessarily my. I mean, I I only did it once. Um, but I mean, it was okay. But I, I was always worried you're gonna disappoint somebody. Yeah. You know, and then and then you don't like okay, how much do I spend? A lot of places will put like a minute, like a maximum spend on it, but. I don't know, man. Like, uh, not a big. Th- I, I feel like that puts undue and unnecessary pressure on people to to go buy stuff and then and then be nervous that somebody else is not going to like it or this or that. It's just, and then it just gives more people that work like together, whatever, love to gossip and love drama, and so that's just one more thing that could add to that stuff. Yeah, it doesn't have much upside, does it? Isn't that one of those forced fun deals where the boss thinks it's cool? Oh, well, I'll do this and get all the employees, like, talking to each other, and they're going to have a blast. 
And that, do they think it's cool, or do they just want to like fuck with you? That that I don't know, but it's just entertainment. In what in what sense? Because there is there is no employee. Well, okay, there is very limited amount of people that really enjoy something like that, like a forced fun. Oh yeah, yeah. No employee really likes that. There's nobody that does. But like, there is there is a good way to do that though, right? Like, if my company wants to have a bunch of people go out and play mini golf, right? Yeah, I'm down with that because my ass ain't working. Well, paying me, that's fun. But there's not some expectation of receiving anything. The the mini golf is the focal point, right? Yeah, yeah. No, this is terrible. There's nothing. There's no good reason to do a workplace secret Santa. Like, no reason. I used to pretty much hate any sort of... my. I used to fucking hate happy hours. That awkwardness of being the dude that doesn't drink, sitting there and pretending to enjoy yourself, that sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounds terrible. I was oh. wondering where, where you were going with that. Then I remember you don't drink. And I was like, oh, yeah. That's awful. Oh, my God, man. That was like just and you have to do it it's part of for all you young guys listening to this here's some life advice we might be talking shit about secret santa and whatever and like yeah it's lame but take it from us that as you start your careers in whatever field that you're in you're going to have to partake in those quote unquote team building activities that even sometimes you don't want to. Mm-hmm. And if I could go back and and tell younger me, like, dude, just shut up and do it rather than decide not to, it will hurt your career. Yes. Being smart and being good at what you do is not enough. Sure. You are going to have to go to happy hours, you're gonna have to go to team building stuff, you're gonna have to whatever. You gotta play the part. Yep. And perception is everything. Yep. Why do why do companies and stuff still do that though? They know Look, let's say you work at a big company. Like I said, I have like 7 people and we all pretty much hang out, but if you work, I don't know, work out does, a bunch of people. You mingle with the people that you enjoy to talk to and conversate with. But then they make you, they force you to mingle with the people that you don't care anything about and don't want to mingle with. <laughs> or you would have already been talking to these people. That's the problem, though, is that you have some people that love yeah. that shit and you have a lot of people that don't. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. You can't make the people the who few. love that shit happy without doing it. Yes. Yeah. And the rest of us kind of suck it up and that's okay and, you know, you make it work. To like find a way to make it work, meet your people, have your conversations, move on. Yes. Yeah, being being the first one in the office and the last one to leave and all of this stuff, like if you work 40 or 50 hours this week and there's 10 hours outside of that team building type stuff or happy hours or whatever, yeah, you better guess be there. what? You didn't work enough. Yep. Yeah, my opinion on that did change when I had kids, and they're a nice convenient excuse in some ways too. Sure. Like, I, sorry guys, I can't go out for that. Gotta, gotta be in charge of the kids. Which just means I'm gonna go drink at home instead of drinking with those people. <laughs> but 
It's the introvert's <laughs> dream. I've seen that, and that does not the kids thing, but that does hurt people because it'll be like, oh, where's so and so? Oh, they decided not to come, and it's like, oh, they're that person. <laughs> yep. Don't they like us? And yeah, they're not. Uh, yep. This isn't fun for them. They're not, you know, doing the little extra. And look, a lot of people, and this is really inter- This is really weird for me because a lot of people have this thing where, like, they think that you think you're better than them because you don't drink. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, like you have moral superiority. Yeah, like, like I have moral superiority. <laughs> vegetarians and vegans and shit. Yeah, like, bro, I promise you, I don't think I'm better than you. I just don't fucking drink. Like, I don't care what you do. I don't think I'm better than you because I don't drink. I just don't drink. So you got to ask yourself, what is that saying about how you feel about your own drinking? <laughs> you sure. know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. And there ain't shit to do at a bar if you don't drink. No. You eat peanuts. No, you don't eat the bar nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you got to find a place to go where you can smoke cigars while everybody else drinks. There you go. Yeah, I tried that for a while, as evidenced by what you got, that fucking nine-year-old Fuente I had sitting in my uh, in my desk. But, nah, even that, man, just... I'd really just go to the hotel and sit on the phone and you don't play my games or whatever. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I would say it's it's not even so much that people will start to think necessarily that you're not part of the team or whatever. It's just that when they start thinking about people who could work on this project or people who could do this cool thing, right, you, they don't think of you. Yep. That's what happens is you, you inadvertently sideline yourself. So... Is that, is that chiming for nine o'clock? It is. <laughs> I think the chiming means it's time for deep thoughts with Drew. Oh, oh what a nice transition. Nice job, Cal. I'm not sure that's what that means. Who's dri- are you driving, Mo? Do you have your turn signal on? Mo's driving. Yes, I do have my turn signal on. And we've talked about this before, obeying. Local traffic laws is extremely important. <laughs> Mo thinks he's better than us because he obeys traffic laws and doesn't drink. Yeah, that's right. Morally superior. Morally I superior. Drink. I like that. Get out of here. <laughs> so, Drew, do you have a deep thought tonight? No, because I never have. All right. All right. Fair enough. I have, <laughs> I, have, I have one final question for you guys, then. It's totally random. What do you got? All right, so today, uh, Alanis Morissette announced a new tour to celebrate the 25th anniversary of that one album she had that did well. When are you going? So, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I actually already saw Alanis Morissette live oh. once, uh, long ago. But that's not the question. Yep. My yeah. question is, <laughs> if there was one musician or group that used to be popular that you could go see and they could tour again, who would it be? used to be popular it's like they're not popular now but they could do a comeback to her that's a good question I might go with Def Leppard 
Are they not popular now? I don't know. I was thinking one of those boy bands just to see, like, I don't know any of their songs or anything, but just to see the production. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anybody that's not popular now that I'd care to see. Like, there's plenty of old people that don't tour. Like, if I could see, like, Led Zeppelin or something, I'd awesome, I'm in. But obviously that's not going to happen. Uh, you can go see uh, Greta Van I, Fleet, right? I was just kidding about Duff Leppard, by the way. <laughs> Were you? Yeah. You sure? I mean, I don't mind Duff Leppard. Not bad, but I just, no, it's not who I would. So who would you go see? I don't know. Not not boy bands. I don't know why <laughs> Drew would. Boy bands. I I would like to see the production. No, Drew. If you had the to production, pick, would you be would you be Backstreet Boys or In Sync? I don't know the difference. <laughs> Which one's uh, Justin Timberlake in? In Sync. That one. I'd go see them. Well. Can you repeat that question, please? <laughs> it's the same question that you've been thinking about. The boy, I don't know, bro. I, I that's a really I don't good know question a band because no. everybody I like is still relatively known. I yeah. mean, I guess, but yeah, I mean, like even if I were to say Led Zeppelin or or Pink Floyd or something like that, they're still popular. People oh, still Floyd, listen to them. That'd be good. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was thinking. I think they're all relative or relevant that I still listen to as well. Or, the truth of the matter is, or not a like lot Zeppelin has changed, musically speaking, over the last 20, 30 years. Like, I mean, outside of like, like, I still love alternative music, right? Like, that was big in the late 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. But that really was such a small window for that type of music. Mm-hmm. Like, some of those bands are still around, but they're not very popular. But they still right. tour. Probably make a shit ton of money. Like, dude, one of my favorite bands is Chevelle, right? And a lot of people have never heard of Chevelle. And these guys were pretty big, or relatively big, at the time of, uh, um, you know, when that genre was big. But, like, they were headlining the Tulsa State Fair. or You know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess some of them have fallen on harder times than others. <laughs> Just keep going, though. Fair enough. I don't know. Who would you see, Cal? Go ahead. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen a bunch of them. I used to, I, I like to go watch those 80s rock bands because I think they're fun. Yeah. Um, they're all washed up as hell, but it's enjoyable. So that's a good time. Who? Um, all those different 80s rock bands, man. Oh. They're all fun to watch. Like who? <clears throat> Give us some example. Oh, who, who did I see? Uh, those ones you get at festivals for like free these days, like Rat and uh, Oh yeah, Quiet Riot or whoever that is. Uh, yeah, all those fuckers, right there. They're just a flock of seagulls. Mm, <laughs> no, I would I would run so far away. Um, you would run. What about Belinda Carlisle? Eh. Maybe a little Wilson Phillips or Roxette. I don't oh, think rock your set. 80s music is the same as my 80s. Dude, music. I would see rock set. <laughs> Drew would see rock set. Yeah, they weren't bad. Dude, they had that, some, they had some as, a, as a kid, they had my favorite song. 
What was your favorite song as a kid? She's got the look. She's got the look. <laughs> My favorite song, dude. Na, 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 na. Yeah. <laughs> That's who yeah, I'd go see. Not? I'm in now. Yeah. yeah. They were never really popular back then. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah. <laughs> These are like deep cuts. No, boy. Thanks. <laughs> oh, that's great. What about, um, no, okay, so like, what about, um, and what was like a big 80s band I feel like that I would, I wouldn't mind seeing like the Carpenters. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> I would love to see Metallica probably in their heyday. Oh, Metallica was awesome. Oh, hell yeah. But I saw him back I, in 05. I guess technically speaking, we were old enough to go see them in their heyday. We'd be really young, but we were old enough. Yeah. They were pretty good in 05. I can tell you that. Still. Lars Ulrich. Oh, man. He's a beast. Yeah. I would have gone. I would have honestly liked to. I wouldn't have minded of going like back in their heyday, like a Led Zeppelin concert. I bet that'd be crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do we have any other listener stuff? I don't want to forget about anybody. Try to be cognizant of uh, addressing the. There was, there was one more about Red Bull, but I'm saving it for when Danny's on. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I had as well. Can't talk about Red Bull without Danny. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. <laughs> but I will say this. When I used to drink Red Bull with my cigars, I didn't do sugar-free. No, you can't do sugar-free. Oh shit! That's, this is gonna be the debate of the next stupid. podcast. And if Danny was, if Danny actually listened to the <laughs> podcast that he's not on, he would hear this and be very upset. I hope he is. All right, nobody say anything. Let's find <laughs> out next week. Next week, if Danny listened Ooh. to the podcast. The great Red Bull debate. <laughs> the great Red Bull debate next week. All right, see you guys. All, All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good night. See you. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandsmoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any Salt and Smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.